Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown. Whether it's the shriek of Godzilla, the stare of Medusa, or the dudum, 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 of Jaws, movie monsters have given us nightmares since the birth of cinema. Dracula's fangs, Frankenstein's monsters' neck bolts, even Gizmo the Gremlin's little furry face has helped many a sleepless night. Here's Neil, our fact hunter, with ten fascinating movie monster facts. Thank you very much, Pav. So here we go. Let's get into some facts. Michael Myers' mask in Halloween is actually a William Shatner mask painted white. <laughs> Look, I don't know quite what happened there. <laughs> nothing Did that came not, out. Did nothing come out again? No. Oh, God damn it. Okay, right. I'll just do it then. Fine. <laughs> yeah. So next one. The T-Rex at the end of Jurassic World is the exact same one from the end of the original Jurassic Park. And the scars on the side are from its fights with the Velociraptors in the first movie. <laughs> Godzilla's iconic roar in its first 1954 movie was created using a uh, leather glove coated in pine tar resin and rubbing it against the string of a double bass. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt puppet was £2,000, took three months to build, three men to operate and cost half a million dollars to construct. Wow! <laughs> The T-1000 evolving noise from Terminator 2 was made with a condom-covered microphone stuck into flour-water mixture. <laughs> and the bolts in the monster's neck in Frankenstein 1931 are actual electrodes. One is positive and the other is negative. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do it like that, sorry. <sighs> is that it? No. no, we've got oh, some sorry. more. Oh, God, okay. The Dementors from Harry Potter series were inspired by J.K. Rowling's bouts with clinical depression. I was waiting for the roar. Oh, well, I just went it. Oh, well, well. <laughs> Actor Tony Todd put actual bees in his mouth while filming a scene for Candyman. <laughs> and the sharks built for the movie Jaws were collectively named Bruce. A tribute to Steven Spielberg's lawyer, Bruce the Fish, friendly shark from Finding Nemo, was also a reference to Jaws. 
And then for his role in The Wolfman, Lon Chaney Jr.'s makeup took six hours to apply and three hours to remove. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there we are. Some well done. Thank you very much, Neil. Consider. Wonderful. Now, we are joined today by uh, Josh and Alice from the Just Films and That podcast. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. Thank you Hello. so much for having us. Well, you know, we thought if we want to talk movies, then let's get one of the best movie yeah. podcast guests uh, hosts out there unfortunately they were busy tonight yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah so yeah, we yeah. got the you. next best thing mark, Her mark hermode's a busy man yeah he is oh, yeah. he is a busy man <laughs> um i have to say i've been listening to your podcast and i do enjoy it i really do oh, thank you. i haven't listened to johnny mnemonic yet so i'm going to listen to that one tomorrow as we're recording this one because this one will go out a couple of weeks time um so obviously movie buffs indeed yeah, indeed yeah, yeah. And any particular kinds of movies? Let's start with you, Alice. Are you... I mean, I don't know. I like when I try and think about that. It's I've got such a broad spectrum of things I enjoy. Usually, for me, if something's written well, then I'm just into it. Like if it's got a good script and the characters draw you in. My favorite film of all time is Terminator Two, and I do, I, you know, love the big action that action things, especially kind of like the sort of late '80s, early '90s stuff, especially the ones that haven't aged too badly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I love sci-fi. I love if you can get a comedy right. I love a good comedy. I love a musical. I really do. I love it all. Oh, boring okay. answer. Boring answer. <laughs> I wish I could. Is there no it. genre that you're not a particular fan of? Then? Not a particular fan of. Interesting. Uh, I don't think there is. You know, because if something, like if something's written well, and if it's a good story, then I'm there. Like, you know, whether it's whether it's action, sci-fi, horror, thriller. Actually, to be fair, I would usually avoid horror because I get I so I get scared really easily, like a great oh. big baby. Oh. So I don't know if it's because so I, my dad introduced me to things like like Alien, like The Shining, like those scary films when I was like eight or nine years old. And so I had a bit of a thing for a bit where I was like terrified of the dark and terrified of things like coming to take me away and stuff. So I don't know if that's just lasted kind of hung up a bit more as I've got older. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I just, they're all good, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Josh. <laughs> every time Alice mentions, it's not even the first time I've heard it, every time Alice mentions the fact that she watched The Shining when she was eight, just makes me laugh because it just explains so much about what, like, how she is now. Wow! <laughs> wow! Thanks, Josh. Terrified of she's terrified of twins, lifts, axes, meters of blood, hotels, <laughs> hotels, mountains, <laughs> jumpers, beards, everything. Um, yeah, no, so yeah, so I, I again, yeah, I love, I love pretty much every every genre of film. I'm, I'm big into my comic book films. I do like my comic book films. I do like my sci-fi Star Wars. Big, big bomb fan. So I'm looking forward to No Time to Die getting delayed again. Um, big, looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, everything really. And, and, and there's not really a genre I don't like either. Do you have a favorite movie? Not really. I think when you when you when you're really into films, it's hard to say a favorite movie outside. Like for for nostalgia, if we're talking comic book films, it's The Dark Knight because I went to see it on my own. I was so excited. Um, outside of comic book films, things like I do like I love Train Spotting, um, American Psycho. Um, I was going to say V for Vendetta, but that, that's a comic book film. Um, Pride is another one. Um, loads, really. What about you guys? 
Oh. Um, well, I mean, I kind of like Star Wars a little bit. Um, really? As, <laughs> just a little bit. Um, I'm I'm pretty much saying I'm I'm not a massive horror fan. I have to say because I get bored with it. I get yeah. bored. I get bored with the fact that you can sort of see when if it's a if it's a jump scare. You, you know, if somebody's at a um, near a mirror and it's slightly open, you know, when they close it, there'll be a and somebody will be in the mirror. And I like the woman in black was one that everybody raved about. And for some reason, I thought, what a waste of because you knew when it was going to be a jump cut and a jump scare. Mm. And so I'm not a massive, although saying that some of the 10 monsters that I've got tonight uh, from like you said, like you say, Alice, from my childhood that I've never really shook the fear even now when I'm 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 late 40s early 50s um an age yeah i'm an age yeah i'm, I'm, an, I'm an adult man i, I am <laughs> an adult man yeah and it's weird how just the, doing the research for this and seeing the picture of some of those things sent a shiver down my spine and that's from like 45 years 40 odd years ago it's crazy so yeah so i, I you know uh, neil's a bit got a bit more of a um a, a, a bit more of a taste to different kind of movies, haven't you, Neil? Yeah, I, I like a horror film, but I don't like your run-of-the-mill jump scares, you know, quite, quite, boo. I'm not mm. a fan of that because um, it's boring. It's a ghost train ride. I like the psychological ones, you know, like your martyrs, your, your Japanese horror, your French horror. French are doing very well at horror at the moment. So I'd say if you want to get into it, that's the horror you want to go and see. Disturb yourself for life. Why not? <laughs> They say it's good for emotional distress, don't they? Yeah. They I just, I just love a good horror. I wouldn't agree with that. So if you are depressed, they say watch horror films because it makes your shocks your body into something other than depression without you being able to choose it. I mean, that makes sense actually, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, going, yeah. It's, like, it's like it's like going on a roller coaster. Obviously, the idea of like being on a roller coaster, being like, oh, but like it sounds ridiculous. But but apparently, it's one of the things they say. Like watch horror films, go on roller coasters. I've sense. heard that before, but also I just love movies. Any genre of movie, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm open to anything. I'll try most things as long as it's got a good rating. And I even, I even subject myself to the really shit movies as well, just to see if they are as bad as they say they are. We do that sometimes on the podcast, don't we? We, Alice? we do that a lot because I think because we, I, th I mean, I can't speak for Josh as well, but I do always take a really, I try to take a really optimistic like outlook on everything and I do try and find the good in everything and see that oh yeah this was a bit naff but maybe it was enjoyable or whatever um but yeah we've covered some absolute shite on the podcast but it's, <laughs> but it's fun right it's yeah. fun. It just kind of and that's the the fun of it being kind of like underrated and underseen is that literally means anything like that is it's comedies it's sci-fis it's actions like everything can fall under that umbrella yeah. I've been enjoying like watching the Nicolas Cage um movies of, of recent, you see. I think they're mad, mad as mad as can be. And uh, that new one he's got coming it? out, Pig, just looks amazing, doesn't it? He <laughs> does whatever he wants. Mm. Yeah, he's he's a crazy actor now, isn't he? There's this other one as well. Is it Ghosts of the Underworld or something? Like you say, Ghost Rider. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> and it, you know, they'll have like um during the trailer, they'll have the, a quote from the sun or something this has got a quote from nicholas cage in the trailer the best movie i've ever made it's got on there you think, hang on a minute you're in the movie you shouldn't be giving quotes but it, another one it looks another one that's completely mad so uh right now we're here to talk about movie monsters so um 
when I came we came up with this, I sort of said we didn't want things like uh, Hannibal Lecter, who was obviously a monster. But so I'm interested to see what everybody's got with this. So we'll start with everyone's top ten. Now I believe Josh and Alice, you've got a combined top ten, have you? We have. We both did our own, and then we recorded last night, so we put our ten together. And there was much arguing. We're not really speaking at the moment. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is just for you guys. This is make or break this for the podcast. <laughs> okay, right. So we will start with uh, your first, uh, your number ten. Let's go with your number ten. So who's going to give us this one? So our, our oh, number I'll... ten is. I was going to say our number ten is. <laughs> I um, think. I think Alice, I should is, speak. Is, is Alice's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This was this was my choice. Um, so number ten is the Graboids from Tremors. So I uh, love Tremors. One of my favorite kind of like cult sort of films. Um, what I like about the Graboids is, and they do sort of touch on this in the film, is that you just don't expect them to be underground. Like when you see the carnage that they've left behind, like they're convinced like, oh my God, there's some like crazy ax murderer out here going around killing people. They have no, would have, you know, no inkling to kind of think, oh no, it's something that's coming up underground. And it's kind of weirdly like alien, but also prehistoric looking at the same time. And I don't think, I mean, I know there was tons and tons of sequels and I haven't seen them all, but I don't know if you ever get any resolution really about where they did come from. I don't think they ever really figure that out. So that's kind of nice and mysterious. Obviously you've got like the big mama graboids that then have their like <laughs> babies, I guess, that sort of come out of their mouths <laughs> and stuff. And it's just horrifying. And some of the deaths that happen in that film are so gruesome. Like the couple that are in their car getting pulled underneath the sand. It's just mm. kind of like this slow sort of, you know, walk towards your doom kind of thing. And then uh, kind of opposite to that, then you've got the guy who dehydrates to death on top of the massive pylon. And um, I just thought they offered like a really diverse kind of range of deaths and of gore and of like hypotheses for these characters to try and figure out. Yeah. And I, also I, had some of the greatest uh, sort of um, pole vaulting that ever seen in movies. Oh, yes. oh my God, I know. <laughs> Olympic <laughs> level, Olympic level pole vaulting for people who've clearly never done it before. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it about a month ago for the first time in, Really? In, well, you know, in decades. I mean, I've seen it. All right, I thought you said the first time ever. No, no, and I was I was shocked at how gruesome it was. Hmm. You know, do you know what I mean? But it is all like practical, pretty much practical effects, yeah. you know, and it's and I still believe that practical effects uh, have a lot more clout than anything that's done with CG, no matter how good the CG is. I just think something like that. And I was really, really impressed. And it, and it was like watching it for the first time because I had seen it for so long. Um, that's a good one, and I didn't yeah, realize that. dated at all. Has it? I, I forgot they were called graboids, so that's yeah. <laughs> I've, I've learned some already with that. So that's we, good. We used to call them worms in our household because my dad, the way we saw it was my dad sort of just taped it off the telly with a VHS, but we, he missed like the first five minutes, so we didn't actually know what the film was called. Oh, right, so we just wrote worms on the right. VHS, and we were like, Oh, can we watch worms? Can we watch worms? So I'm getting to like into my early 20s going, Have you seen this film, Worms? and people are like, What the flip are you talking about? <laughs> Sort of it's like, oh no, it's tremors and they're called graboids. That's it. Um, yeah, but yeah, it does it hasn't aged poorly at all, I didn't think. No, oh, and there's about seven, is there seven, six or seven? Um, yeah, something like that. Think. They there were all pretty much director video, weren't they? They're still, they're yeah. still making them, I think. Are, Are they? they really? I think I think they're still releasing them, yeah. That's my imagine if it be second one. If it'd be called Tremors 8 Worms. Imagine <laughs> oh my god someone's bitten in my brain <laughs> tremors nine dad can we watch worms yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go on then neil what's your number 10 audrey 2 little shop of horrors 
Good yeah, choice. what a great monster! What a great musical! What a great movie! I just, yeah, it ticks all the right boxes, and yeah, Audrey too. Who wouldn't want one of them sat in their front room? Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Come on, that's a film I haven't seen. They're remaking that at the moment, aren't they? They don't Are need they? to. But I think so. Isn't isn't Tom um, Spider Man? Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Oh, Tom Holland. I think, I think he's so. going to play Seymour. Is he? Yeah, I don't know whether it's a musical though. I think it's. Um, oh no! I I don't know. I could be wrong. Be people... we got, have you seen yeah. the Roger Corman version with Jack Nicholson? I haven't. No. Yes. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. It needs to be no. the musical. The songs are too good not to be in it. No. Oh, Alice, it. Alice hasn't seen it because the video said plant on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shrubbery. Yeah. Dad, can we watch plant? Yeah. I have actually seen that because we did when I was in high school. We did Little Shop of Horrors as one of our productions and that was like the first one i was in and oh, yeah right. i absolutely loved it i thought the songs were absolutely banging yeah. mm. you, you were the plant or i wasn't the plant no i was like girl one who stands outside the shop <laughs> <laughs> okay right i went for the sarlacc return of the jedi oh um are these all gonna be no Star they're not <laughs> no no i guarantee they're not i guarantee they're not no now the thing is when i was so what was that that came out in 83 so I was 14 when that came out. So way before I had anything to do with ladies or anything. So way before, a way, way before. Um, and I always thought that it looked like a butthole with teeth. That's what I thought it looked like. Um, then as I got older, I thought, no, that doesn't look like a butthole. <laughs> that looks like something else with teeth. Um, <laughs> when, I, when I went to Galaxy's Edge a couple of years ago, they've got an actual full model of what the Sarlacc looks like. And it's actually this cute thing with little feet and little arms. It's just the mouth bit that's at the top. So I was really surprised that it's actually it's this cute little thing that will... That digest- lives under the sand. And digest you over a thousand... Hole. Yeah, just digest oh, you for a, a thousand... Like the graboids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they maybe could be the same maybe, thing. Maybe they're related. They yeah. could well be. They could well be. Worms too. <laughs> Worms too. Okay. Uh, number nine. Uh, Josh, is it you this time? It is. So number nine is uh, Thanos. Uh, Ooh. We sure. So like with, with ours, we weren't sure. When we were planning it last night, we weren't sure like what is a monster? And then it, I suppose unless it's literally a person, it's pretty much anything goes, right? Absolutely, yeah. Thanos isn't, he's a titan, he's an alien. Um, so we base this on sort of like, personal preference and infamy and like kill count and stuff like that so he would be higher but i think the other ones that are higher than him are just so iconic but i mean he pretty much kills more than anyone else in any other film right i think so because like billions trillions of 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 living things so half the universe yeah yeah so i think i yeah so we we said thanos and i think i think what, what what's a good thing about thanos is his his plan sort of like a lot of good movie villains sort of makes sense yeah, morally yes. ambiguous, really, yeah. isn't it? It's like yes. not, not necessarily yeah. evil. I mean, no. he could use the Infinity Stones to just double all the resources, but he doesn't. He just <laughs> does he decides to harvest. He the wants people. the peace and quiet. Yeah. 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 And he, he wants to be in his little shack making soup. Mm. And, you know, um, that's a good one. I didn't even think of that, to be honest. I just thought he's just, just, he just killed so many people. Yeah. Yeah, what a bastard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What a shit. <laughs> what an absolute <laughs> shit. Thanos, you shit. Okay, Neil, what's your number nine? The Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth. The first time I saw him, he nearly made me take my breath away. I think 
uh, just the whole thing when he sat there and then obviously uses his hands for his eyes. Just that's a freaky image, isn't it? And it still holds up now. And Doug Jones, what a master of being a monster. There, yeah, there's the guy that you want to be your monster in your film. Yeah, creepy as. And then when he eats the fairies, oh, yeah. That film just, I think it's just magical. Yeah, Grown up fairy tale, brilliant. That's one of the gifts of Guillermo del Toro, isn't it? That's the, yeah. the, 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 the creature design in a lot of his films. Yeah. Fans, uh, Josh, Alice of yeah. Guillermo del Toro? Haven't seen it. Oh, Guillermo del Toro, I don't mind, but I haven't seen Pan's Labyrinth. No. You need to see Pan's Labyrinth. I know, I know. People are <laughs> telling me, I know it's up there with like one of the greatest of all time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I like him as well. So I almost picked the fish man, right? But um, he just got picked to the post by the other ones we picked. But he, he, he was maybe he's an honorable mention. The fish man, yeah. Fish man from you know, Hellboy or the fish man from, no, the shape, from of shape of Water? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, either, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, so my number nine is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Um, <laughs> mainly because he's one of those ones that you sort of really feel sorry for. When they start firing their proton packs at him, you think, oh, poor little... And then he looks really angry at one point, and I think, oh, no, no, he's a bit of a shit as well. Um, and then the fact that all that lovely, warm, gooey marshmallow everywhere, oh, wouldn't that be lovely just to be there and having it all... <laughs> Dripping all over you, and like you just get some get some digestive biscuits or some chocolate and make some s'mores or whatever they are. The police are trying to keep everyone back. No, let me me at him. And I'm going, hang on, hang on, I don't mind. I don't mind going out like this. Be like a marshmallow bukkake, isn't it? It (laughs) But it would be all like it'd be nice and crispy on the outside, wouldn't it? Because of the the heat and the gooey on the inside and. Uh, yeah, that's another one of my um, little kinks, but let's not talk about that. Anyway, number eight, Alice. So we've gone, we, we couldn't choose between the two. This is one where we nearly fell out about, but basically monster sharks. So <laughs> we're thinking Jaws, but we're also thinking the sharks from Deep Blue Sea. Okay. I think there's something quite formidable about those because they've been enhanced and they have this sort of extra intelligence and they can, you know, recognize guns and swim backwards and it's like oh and it's like they've got a plan and they're all working together and stuff but obviously the jaw like the jaws shark like one of the most iconic like sort of started that kind of whole that whole narrative of you know the kind of fear of of the sort of the deep water and what might get you if you you know just go paddling in the sea or whatever um so yeah and both terrifying as well i'm i've said to josh before but i'm like pretty scared of like deep water and stuff and just kind of being in the sea but again, because I think I watched Jaws so young, so now I'm just convinced every time I go in the water, it's like, now nah, I'm going to get eaten. I can't go. I can't go. Even if I'm on the beach in North Wales, I'm like, nah, Great White's going to come get me. I can't go in. <laughs> I think that definitely gets points for having such a lasting effect, I suppose. You say movie sharks. What about the ones from Sharknado? I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I haven't seen it, sadly. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're all right on that one then. Yeah, oh, I'm not missing out. Oh, no. oh, oh no. I don't know. Sharknado 3. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 quite, it's, it's quite a difficult plot to get your head around, Alice. So it's a, it's a tornado, and it's sharks. Wow. Yeah. 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 Terrifying. And isn't Steve Guttenberg in one of them or a couple of them? I don't. I've only I seen don't. I've only seen Monster Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. 
Oh, that's the only one I've seen of those. That's the one with Debbie Gibson in, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Well, there was Sharktopus, of course. It was half octopus. That that one, I think that's the one that with Steve Guttenberg, maybe. Oh, yeah, it is actually because that's uh, our friend Ralph in it, isn't it? That is our friend Ralph. Well, ex friend Ralph. Oh, many monster sharks. Yes, right. Uh, Neil, what's your number eight? The Xenomorph Alien. He's quite high up there, I know, and I know he's an iconic monster, but um. Brilliant in Alien and Aliens, and then slightly diluted when you see the rest of the sequels, I think. Um, lost its way a little bit, but what a classic, classic uh, movie monster. Giger or Geiger, isn't it? H.R. Geiger, yeah. I, I can't believe it's, it's only number eight for you, Neil. I know, it was a, it was tough, but then I had to go with what I felt more iconic. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, right. Uh, my number eight is Talos from Jason and the Argonauts. Ooh. Uh, this is the big metal man. Now, this absolutely fucking petrified me as a kid. <laughs> and not just him, but the way that he dies as well. That, that Jason, like, un- unscrews this plate on the back of his foot and all this air comes out and he just falls down. But it was the Ray Harryhausen thing. It's the stop-motion animation, which, you know, for the first... Well, when was it? Well, Clash of the Titans as well, which I'll mention a little bit later. But it's those, it's just something about even now, again, watching it now, it looks a little bit ropey and against CG, it looks a little bit sort of well, obviously dated because you've got guys doing, you know, sort of poking <laughs> at, at nothing with a spear or whatever. But there was something about the design of that, it was just petrified me as a kid. I don't know if uh, Alice, have you? seen jason and the argonauts no i haven't seen it sorry i feel like okay. I, I haven't seen lots of things you've mentioned i'm not being a very good guest no, no 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 that's probably because i'm like probably 30 years older than you so it's sort of like you know um Josh, but then um harryhausen was a stable of our diet growing up I mean, absolutely every you always every, wanted to watch one of his movies yeah sinbad or jason and the argonauts whatever josh have you come across talos yeah standard standard uh sunday afternoon film isn't it Absolutely, classic, classic. It's same with the is that or it's a standard like Christmas Day film. Yeah, it, which which no matter how long it goes on, your dad insists it's still good. <laughs> yes, it's that yeah. sort of film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because like, the act, like, the acting's not fantastic in it. It's nineteen sixty three, so the special effects aren't amazing. No. But but when you're, I don't know when I would have seen that. I would have seen that when I was six, seven, eight. The the, the scene where they're fighting the skeletons. Yeah, unbelievable. Even now, you look at it and you think, "How did they do that?" You know, it's just yeah. painstaking. I mean, Harry, Harry House is the king, right? He's like absolutely Godfather. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. Um, is it you next, Josh? For your yeah. number seven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on then. So number seven, we have also we have put the Xenomorph as well. Ooh. It's a slightly higher, slightly higher up than, than Neil put it, but yeah, I mean, Xenomorph, the alien from Aliens, the Queen Alien, all of them, iconic look, you know. A, f- a franchise that went from horror to sci-fi to uh, no one really knows back again you know it's the worst thing they ever did was iconic. cgi them yeah yeah, yeah. It just ruined it completely yeah. ruined it but yeah, yeah. So I, don't, I, I don't think i've seen any of the recent alien films i've only seen the the old ones but i, I was never really bothered on like watching prometheus and whatever the one that came after it was covenant uh, is it alien covenant, covenant. covenant. Yeah. covenant. yeah yeah i, I don't the- know they're okay, but again, it's this thing of retreading or telling you the story before the first film again. We do you really need to know all that? I'd rather know yeah. what goes on afterwards. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. The Xenomorph classic, I think. Okay, have you seen Alien, uh, Alice? 
I have seen that okay. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was one of the, one of the first films my dad showed me just to kind of you know just the, to freak me the, out. The, the day they brought her home from the hospital, that one. That was <laughs> yeah. it on. yeah. like, a Christian film. Yes, a beautiful film about a mother and her tiny precious baby. Yeah. In a in a way. Yeah. In a way. Oh dear. Right, Neil. What's your number seven? King Kong, the nineteen thirties King Kong. Basically, like you were with your childhood, I, I used to watch King Kong loads. I always remember the top-loading video we recorded it on. Recorded it on a, a school holiday at like 10 o'clock in the morning on BBC Two, and it became a store of watching. And I know a lot of people say, oh, but it looks awful and it looks this, but it's iconic, isn't it? And, yeah. And moving as anything, to me, the 1930s, when they've never recreated the beauty of that movie in all of the remakes... Um, especially Peter Jackson's over oh, yeah. oh, sake. And, and terrible. It's, and it's strange because it's at least 15 hours long, that film. Well, that's mm. what it felt like when I watched it. So how they couldn't get it to be emotional, I don't know. No. No. <laughs> no. But, yeah, just, a, again, an iconic movie monster, but also a brilliant movie. Brilliant movie. I like how they sort of turn it on its head as well, you know, because obviously we are... As, us as humans are now the apex predator and then it's like oh no actually go back a step but then make him about 60 feet tall it's oh, kind yeah. of quite terrifying isn't it because it's like just another he's like a different level of intelligence and a different level of strength mm. yeah i didn't mind the the skull island movie i haven't watched any that godzilla versus kong yet but skull, skull island, island was okay is that like it's got, got like vietnam vibes is that got tom hiddleston in it oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Tommy, got... Tommy hiddleston yeah, it's um, yeah, it was it was that David Gordon Green or whatever directed it, didn't he? He's an independent director of movies, and they gave you like a homage to like Cannibal Holocaust in there when the the post goes through the guy, you know, and it's the leg and all of that. It's it's for movie nerds. It's quite a geek out in that one. <laughs> great, great cast in that movie as well. Yeah. John C. Reilly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. A lot of Marvel. Mm. Um, King Kong's mm. in it. King Kong's in it as well. Oh, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Okay, my number seven is The Werewolf from American Werewolf in London. Um, 1981. Now, this was one of those movies where you had to take the rough with the smooth as a 12-year-old. You had to put up with all the horror, people getting their throats slit, and the guy just to see a little bit of booby because there's a little bit of booby in it and there's a and, and it was that kind of thing whereas kids of today you got no idea no idea you can log on and watch whatever you want these days back in 1981 you know you took it where you could find it and if, if it meant you had to watch you know these ss kind of <laughs> monsters coming into somebody and shooting all these people or a werewolf physically changing like a man changing into a werewolf in front of your face just to see a little bit of Jenny Agatha. I mean, you know, that's what you had to do. I'm coming over as a right, as a right. Yeah, I was just thinking, did you did you ever watch Euro Trash? Uh, all the time, yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's like the sort of similar thing. It's like, oh yeah, this is like porn for sixteen year olds in the nineties, sort of thing, isn't it? And I, I don't know if you two guys are too young, but I don't know whether Neil can remember this. But Channel Four used to show movies that had a red triangle yeah. in the corner. The whole red triangle. The whole red. And, and yeah. I can remember sitting up at like midnight on a Friday night to watch the red triangle movie, and like it'd be just some angry French guy running around or something, and you wouldn't understand what it was. And what a waste of an hour and a half that was. Some of them used to be okay, but yeah. 
<laughs> Nowadays, kids, you can just log on and watch what you want. Oh, yeah. Anything. Uh, absolutely anything. Anyway, number six. Uh, Alice, is it you this time? It is. So number okay. six, we went for the Darth Maul-looking guy from Insidious. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. So I, obviously I said before that I don't... I haven't like been exposed to that many horror films, but for some reason we went to go and see this in the cinema. I think it Ooh. was a case of like, you know, it was a Saturday or whatever. And we were like, right, want to go to the cinema, got there. And it's like, well, what's on? It's like, oh, not much. Let's just watch Insidious. So we start watching Insidious and literally five minutes in, I'm like, this is a bad idea. I am going <laughs> to hate every single second. I spent most of the film like this. I am such a wuss. I don't know why. I did film studies as well. So it's like, I know that it's all pretend, but it still just freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> and then when the moment when he's, when you first see his face and obviously the, the mum and dad of the family or whatever, are having a conversation in the kitchen and then his little creepy head just kind of pops around behind the back. And I was like, ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. And that was it then. I was just petrified for the rest of the film, like literally watching it like this. Oh my God. But yeah. So he, he had to go sort of quite high on the list because of the physical reaction that I had to him when I saw him. Wow. See that, because I get Insidious and what's the other ones? The Conjuring. I get those two mixed up. Yeah, there's a few of them that kind of, they all come out at the same time and it was basically all the same thing. It was like, what if your house was haunted? Yeah, so which one's Insidious? Which one's that? That's the got... one without the family, isn't it? The, is that the, the one, is that got the nun? Is was the nun the? No, that's the conjuring. Oh, uh, see what I mean? I'm all over the place with that already. It's got. It's, I can't remember a name off the top of my head. Is it Rose Byrne? Who's in yeah, bridesmaids? Patrick, is it Wilson? Right, but Patrick Wilson's in the conjuring as well. He that's why I get mixed oh, up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Rose yeah, Byrne. Right. Her. Okay. Yeah, I know the one. I think she is. I think she's. Yeah. I think she's the mum. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that. I haven't seen that film. I call them horror films. Horror films for beginners. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Learn a driver horror. Yeah. yeah, but the thing I mean, is, like, if you watch it at a cinema, you've already got you're in a dark room. Yeah. So that you know, if you're at home, you can have every light on, and at least that's yeah. sort of like a protection. Whereas, yeah, watching a horror film in a cinema, yeah, that's that's some scary shit. That is, especially if you're on your own. It's pretty intense. That's pretty weird. Yeah, that is pretty intense. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right, Neil, you're number six. Medusa from Clash of the Titans 1981. Harryhausen again. Same thing as you, Pav. I was scared to death of it when I was little. That bit when they first went, you know, the three-headed dog they fought and got into the whole palace and finding everybody turned to stone. And I first saw her, I remember my dad taking me to see it and it absolutely shit me up, Medusa. And I still think it holds up now, that look. And when, did you see the remake with Sam Worthington? I did, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. What did they do? What did they do wrong? Everything, didn't they? They cast Sam Worthington. Yeah, <laughs> well, there is that. But the thing but, about that, that Clash of the Titans is also, it's got that, it's it's just this side of being slightly camp mm. as well, which I think is what's good about it, you know? That's yeah, right. But that, think of the cast in that. Clash of the Titans with yeah. you know, Laurence Olivier and all of those, and then Harry Hamlin, eh? What a career he had! <laughs> that um, the, the remake of Clash of the Titans that was like that period where they, they were just going remake an old film, make it great. Yes, remake an old film, make it great. That's what will get people in the cinema. Yeah, and then thank God we're out of that now because I've, I'm so sick of it. We did um, we did Terminator Salvation a few weeks ago, didn't we? And mm. and and that was another one, except the grey sort of works because of the setting. But mm. my God, there's so many grey films from around then. 
And with Sam Worthington again. With Sam Worthington, yeah. They were really pushing Sam Worthington as like, this is the next Hollywood superstar. You, everybody love him because he's in every big movie. So everybody watch him. And I, I listened to your episode of, of Terminator Salvation. And I must admit, I remember watching that movie and sort of thinking, what an opportunity they had there. And it just it didn't quite work for me. But yeah. Well, Josh, you said you was such like, a... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Uh, Josh said like Sam Worthington, like he was like the hottest shit for about 18 months. Yeah. And then just kind of disappeared yeah and then he'll be back again with all and the was... five avatar sequels yeah oh, he, he, yeah. he was gonna be he was gonna be james bond he was gonna mm-hmm. be it was all these other all these other rumors wasn't there but i mean like he's not he's not he isn't a bad actor it's just you know it's just one of them where i get the impression that cameron found him for avatar because he wanted an unknown and yeah. he spent all that money on avatar and sort of went around all the directors going we just we put him in so that the people know who he is yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah like, and then and then and then everyone come and see my film and somehow it'll be the gr- biggest grossing film of all time even though no one knows anything about it yeah no i agree with that and funnily enough my number six is medusa from clash of the titans oh really <laughs> yes wow. Wow, wow, wow. exactly the same same uh, i love that film yeah because it was um apart from well one of the reasons i loved it was because uh, what was his name? Perseus, wasn't it? That was yeah. who Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin. Yeah. He got given these great gifts. He got given like a, um, I think he got given a cloak. He got given a sword and he got given a a, a shield, didn't he? Yeah. And I thought, wow, he got some really cool gifts he got given from, I think Zeus probably, that was his dad, wasn't it? Um, but Medusa, again, that bit when it her eyes just shine, mm. oh, it just f- freaks you the fuck out. And you must have loved it for the nudity in that movie as well, because yeah, for yeah. a PG, there's quite a bit, isn't there? <laughs> I can't say I noticed, Neil. I was really? too busy looking at the amazing Harryhausen uh, animation. Let's just, do, <laughs> let's, just, let's just do top 10 naked <laughs> Yeah. Well, believe me, that, that will be a top 10 we'll do. Don't worry. If you want to come back for that one, Josh, yeah, absolutely. You, can come back. absolutely. you can come back for that one, no problem. Right. Um, <laughs> Josh, give us your number five. Uh, number five is King Kong for us. Um, oh. One of the first ones that popped into my head when we were when I was doing my list of, of like you know one of the big one of the big daddies uh, of of movie monsters. So we put him in here. I I might have put him a bit higher. Alyssa, I don't think you were too bothered, were you really? But yeah, I mean, a, a monster that has been done and done and done and and you know, regardless of the quality of the film, there are bad King Kong films where King Kong is still quite impressive. Mm. So I think that's a really good, I think that's really something, something like it's, it's got a legacy to it, hasn't it? Whether it's the thirties, the one from the eighties, the, the Peter Jackson one, the more recent ones, you know, all of them. I mean, he gets, he gets bigger and bigger. Like, yeah. I think he's, I think he's about a thousand feet tall or something. And he wants to the point where he doesn't even climb up the Empire State Building because he's just taller than it. But, but, but no, always, always good. Always good to see King Kong, I think. Yeah. And the thing is they, they obviously had the whole, monster universe in mind didn't they to because they had to make him massive to be able to fight against godzilla because if he's mm. just somebody that well i don't know how big is he supposed to be is it 80 foot i think you said alice pretty damn big yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Huge. we'll do that we'll put that on the uh we'll just big, make yeah. just make him pretty just damn a, big I, he's just a big monkey all right just... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right then neil what's your number five the Gremlins from uh, Gremlins 1 and 2. The actual, you know, the incarnation after Don't Feed Them at Midnight and Water. 
the the creatures like Stripe and that, and especially in Gremlins Two when they sort of interact with the camera and take you through the fourth wall. I think it's absolutely genius, absolute genius. Great, great films. <clears throat> and um, yeah, just iconic little monsters, aren't they? And the fact that they're all practical effects as well is just wonderful, wonderful. And it's a dark movie, the first one. Uh, people forget how dark that really was. I mean, I was taken to see it and we weren't, I wasn't quite old enough because it was a 15, wasn't it, when it first came out, if you seem to remember. But do you remember yeah. all that bit when he talk about the Father Christmas and she tells the story of him coming down the chimney and everything like that? It's like, whoa, 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 this is a kid's movie. It's so dark, isn't it? Yeah. So dark, because I saw it, I only saw it for the first time because we did it for our Christmas special episode for last year. And that was the first time I'd seen it. And in my mind, it was going to be like this kind of silly, fun, you know, all these cute little gremlins that are just running around, you know, being a bit mischievous or whatever. And I see it and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Dead dad's in the chimney. Freak it out. And what are they? Are they animals? Are they aliens? Like, um, what, what are they? Do you know what I mean? You better go to that shop and ask him. Ambiguous <laughs> yeah. again. I like it when it's a bit ambiguous. Mm. Yeah, and also the fact that you don't... I, I, I keep saying there's going to be a Gremlins 3 or something, but it's like you say, if they start making them CGI, it's just not the same. They're not going it to move be. the yeah. same. And it'll just be one another one of those sort of remakes that just doesn't make any sense and of course in the second movie i love all the nods to all the other horror films like your invasion of the body snatchers they have the pods don't they there in the, the thing and all of those it's really quite really funny film the second one second yeah. one's more light-hearted than the first one and some great inventful deaths that one in the microwave <laughs> yes great death Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Yeah. Okay. Right. My number five is Dracula. Um, mainly again, and I'll tell you, it's the Christopher Lee Dracula more than Ooh, anything else. Yeah. Um, used to frighten the life out of me. Just, just seeing a picture, even just a still photograph. I don't think I've actually seen a Christopher Lee Dracula film, but really? any any picture of Christopher Lee as Dracula just gives me the willies. It just does. Yeah, they're proper Hammer Horror ones, aren't they? Though? Yeah. yeah, 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 and yeah. and and yeah. Gary Oldman was 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 okay, and um, Leslie Nielsen was great in, in <laughs> his Bella, version. Bella Lugosi, Bella Lugosi, of course. So you know, it's it's one of the classic monsters, I think. So I've gone for that. Right, number four. Um, is it Alice or Josh? Alice. 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 Okay. I I will I'll, I'll let Josh sort of chime in a little bit on this one because this was kind of more his choice as well. But we've gone for Godzilla. Uh, okay. for number four um so obviously like he he is very iconic isn't he like you can just mm. kind of do the arms and and people sort of know people <laughs> yeah. know what he is trying to do. <laughs> but visually i think he's very impressive in some of the later films as well like yeah, i think he's one that has kind of benefited from cgi like whereas yeah. there, there are some like you say with things like like the gremlins like the graboids like the xenomorph it's it's the kind of the models and the puppet and that sort of that actual three-dimensional life to it that makes it more engaging, which in turn makes it scarier. And um, but with something like this, I think because he's so extreme and it's kind of like borderline fantasy, isn't it? With Godzilla, it's like that's not it, that isn't something that you think ever would exist, sort of thing. Um, so yeah, but you you really wanted that one in, didn't you, Josh? Yeah. So I I think I think we was Godzilla. I keep saying he, it's it's neither it, he or yeah, she. It's, yeah. it is, um, Mr. Godzilla yeah. to you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, it, it was one of the first like things that came to mind when you asked us to do te- the monsters. It was like Godzilla and King Kong were, were, um, were, were some of the, the, the first ones that came to my mind. Anyway, and a bit like, I, I completely agree with what Alice is saying, which is he, Godzilla is one that has benefited from CGI. Like if you look at the 30s one, I think there's a nice bit of kitsch value to the King Kong one. Whereas the, the Godzilla one, it, it does look shit. Mm. Whereas I think the King Kong one, I don't know, I'd still watch it now. I think it's still good. Um, I've, I've got a soft spot for the one from the 90s with Matthew Broderick. Okay. Uh, I don't know why, probably because of, of my age and stuff, but you know, I've just got a soft spot for that one because it was that era when for some reason every blockbuster also got a kids TV show. Yeah. So it was like okay. Ghostbusters TV show, Dumb and Dumber TV show, <laughs> The Mask TV show. Godzilla was another one where he had the Godzilla had a big massive chin. Also Deep Underground by Jamiroquai, that rare thing of a film uh, film song which is written from the character's point of view of the character being Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I really enjoy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's just a very iconic Godzilla. Also quite like the idea that um, misunderstood you know, just a big monster that's sort of ambling around, plodding about, too big to go anywhere, too big to go unnoticed. So sort of destroys cities by mistake, really. But it's okay because he'll protect you from a giant moth. Yeah, because there's a big moth or a metal version of him that exists for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen, Go- you've seen Godzilla versus Kong? The newest one. Yeah. One. Uh, I don't think I've seen the newest one. I think I've seen the oldest one. The old right. Yeah, because I, I, I saw that, and it's um, that Mecha Godzilla spoilers uh, shows up uh, in that one, and it just looks like you know, like in Transformers, where you go in. I don't know what's going on. 
Yeah. yeah. What's, a, what's a building? What's a person? What's a car? It's all just a CGR blob. It's like That's it. that. Like that is why I, I just I, I might watch it one day, but until then, until I can be bothered. It's like the end of Venom. It's like oh, a black CGI blob. Yeah. A black CGI blob. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. The, the thing was the fight at the end of that movie is that. You think Thanos killed loads of people? They are smashing through like Hong Kong's, <laughs> you know, buildings and just like not giving a shit that there's people in there. You know, it's it's it is crazy. Um, right, Neil, you're number four. Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster, Boris Karloff, one of my favorite movies. Um, <clears throat> but what a great, great iconic cinematic monster. What else can we say? I think That's Boris Karloff universal monsters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I've not cared for the remakes much. You know, De Niro as the monster was a bit weird. What about the Aaron Eckhart one? I oh, I, I Frankenstein, whatever it was called. Yeah, but he's a super. Yeah, let's we'll leave that one behind. But no, I think it's you know, and the Bride of Frankenstein as well. Both great movies. If you've never watched them, I say get in there and enjoy and oh, dive old yourself. Did you ever see the the Danny Boyle stage? Yeah, production. I did. I did. That's unbelievable. One of the that finest, is fantastic, yeah. isn't it? I watched both of them just to yeah. see, how, and they're both yeah. amazing. They're both brilliant, roles. aren't they? Yeah, and Naomi Harris is in it as well. Isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she is actually. But it's uh, yeah, that's one of the best. I mean, I didn't go and see it live, but I went to see it at the cinema, you know. Mm. And um, I went to see it. We went to see it on Halloween. Oh right! And it was ah, oh, it's, it's what a phenomenal piece of work that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Alice, have you seen that? I haven't. No, but I'm in, <laughs> I'm definitely intrigued. Stage so, so, Danny Boyle. Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch, Johnny Lee Miller. One Ooh. plays the creature, one plays the monster. One plays the creature, one plays the creator, and then they swap every night. Yeah, they, so each night they just swapped it around. What a lot to learn as well. Isn't yeah. It? So, well, during on. during lockdown, they showed it on YouTube. I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they did. showed both both versions. I don't know whether it's still on YouTube, but on Amazon but, now. Oh, is it on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Oh, there you go. What's it uh, called? Frankenstein. Frankenstein. It's called Monster. Just Monster. It says on the on the edge of the yeah. tape. Monster or <laughs> it, says te yes. says, it says technically a zombie, but everyone says monster. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, yeah, you gotta give me a lot of leash, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. My number four is uh Pennywise the Clown. Ooh, uh, which one? I'm going for the Bill Skarsgård one. Okay. Um, because I do think he's just genuinely fucking creepy. Mm. And we went and saw both of those movies at the cinema. And I, again, I'm not a big horror fan, but if I can choose not to watch horror films at the cinema, I'll gladly not watch a horror film at the cinema. But the very the first It movie, 2017, was one of the best. It, it really shit me up, and it's very very rarely that a horror film. You know, I'll see where the, you know, where the scares are going to come. But I, I didn't with that one. I hadn't read the book. I hadn't seen the the original like TV miniseries with um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry, yeah. yeah. I hadn't seen, so I didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, and I was genuinely like shocked in certain places. The, the when they're having the showing the slides, and all of a sudden he starts coming out of the screen and like Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so that that's uh, that was a big one for me. It. Creepy, creepy, yeah. indeed, yeah. indeed. Yeah. Okay, number three for you guys. So uh, this is a big one for me. I was quite the way Alice. So I. So what we didn't say back at six was I've never seen Insidious, but Alice really wanted that in, so we put it in. 
this this is one I, I really wanted to put in, and it's Mike and Sully from Monsters Inc. All right, okay. Because <laughs> I thought it's really important to include good monsters as well as Fair evil show. ones, and they are they are good monsters. So I, I played with other ideas of like the Fishman or like Slimer or whatever. I mean, he's a ghost, isn't he? But you know, of of good monsters. But you know, you got to have Pixar in there, and for mm. Pixar, it's Mike and Sully in it. I would agree with that. I haven't put them in mind, but I would agree with that. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I think you're an idiot. Because, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's not what we asked for, Josh. Because <laughs> they are monsters. They are monsters. But no, I completely agree. And I love the way that film plays with monsters in the closet, and you know they're afraid of kids and all that sort of things. I just think it's, I think it's really, really important to acknowledge that not all monsters are bad. Yeah, they're cute. They're floofy. Yeah, and sing and it, a great uh, song. And sing a great song, indeed. Okay, Neil, you're number three. The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing. Fantastic movie. Probably again in my top ten, maybe. Um, But all the practical effects in that movie. And that, the first time I watched that, I was only about 12, and that truly shit me up. I don't think I stayed with it, but um, (laughs) at the time. But it hasn't, to me, it hasn't dated. It's still paranoia. Yeah, it's just fantastic. The whole, from start to finish. And the thing is, like, right. a- Alice's dad could write Thing on the, on the, the, the end <laughs> of the, the, the video. <laughs> the one time he got it right. He yeah. it right. Yeah. <laughs> the, thing, great. The, the Thing nearly made it into ours as well. It did, yeah. We did discuss that. I think there's, like, obviously we've touched on it so much already, but there is really something to be said about the practical effects. Mm, and just, it mm. is something that you can still, because CGI just changes so quickly. Like, from year to year, you're seeing, like, these vast improvements. Then when you want to go back and watch something that's, like, 10, 20 years old, and it's like, bloody hell, this looks rubbish. And then that just throws you out of the world. And it's like, oh, when I watched this when I was a kid, why was I so scared? Why was I so engaged? And it's like, well, because at that point, that was the best thing you'd ever seen. And now you've got 20 years of other things. But when it's practical, oh, it's just so much better. And I feel like, I don't know if we're losing that a little bit in modern cinema. I don't know. I think so. I always Mm. think CGI looks dead. Mm. There's no life to it, is there? Yeah. Not really. No, I, I think when it comes to things like blood and stuff in 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 movies now, you know that it's not. Yeah. So you know that you know that it's not real anyway because it's a movie. But when it's blood bags and stuff like that, like back in the eighties and seventies, it, it looks more real. Mm. Whereas like CGI, just you know, it's great that you can now think of anything, imagine anything, and you can put it up on the screen. That's great, but it, it comes at a price. I think when it comes to movies. Uh, my number three is amazingly the thing uh, by uh, <laughs> Kurt Russell. So cute, <laughs> Kurt Russell and uh, John Carpenter. Yeah, and, and Neil has basically said anything. The the didn't they uh, use an amputee to do that? Bit yeah, the bit the, with the, the chest and it bit his arms. That, off. Yeah, and when yeah. the head starts sliding down the side of the, the oh, table and that is, spider legs. Yeah, yeah. That Anything bit. with spider legs is horrific. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. <laughs> You know, and it's got a brilliant jump scare in that movie. The bit with the blood. Yeah. If you haven't seen it before, yeah, yeah. they're putting the hot and the blood. It's a great jump. Yeah, and a great, great jump, a great ending as well. Like another one of those ambiguous endings. Yeah. You don't know what's happening. They just sat there looking at each other. Um, okay, right. Number two. You 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 take this one, Josh. Uh, so number two is uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, Frankenstein's monster. So again, very classic. Like you, th- like you say, you think back to Universal Horror, Boris Karloff, the bolts in the neck, the green, the pitchforks, all that. 
been remaked a million times, sometimes good, sometimes bad. I think you mentioned it. I have a bit of a soft spot for the De Niro one. I don't know why. I just I just do. I know it's it's a faithful telling or a more faithful telling of the book, isn't it? Yeah. So, so it's not like a it's not like a traditional horror, you know, when he kidnaps a woman and all that sort of stuff. It's it's actually just the telling of the book. But no, Frankenstein again, think of moving monsters. Frankenstein's monsters up there, isn't it? And you think we think of that classic image. Yep. Right okay. from the electrodes coming down. Yeah, it's it's alive and all that. Oh yeah. Neil, you're number two. American Wealth in London. Ooh. Um, the werewolf in that uh, the, the practical effects of the change for one and again it's one of those movies that will shit you up and then make you laugh in the next breath I mean I was always scared of the dream you know the one when he runs through the woods and he keeps seeing himself and then he sees himself in bed and then that bit always and that still makes the hairs on the back of my neck go. Yeah. but what a perfect movie 90 minutes long not a dull spot in it yeah, I think that's near on a perfect movie. That one. loads of little hidden bits. Mm. The see you next Friday, and the see you next Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday bits and stuff. Yeah, and, and Rick Mail, of course. Rick Mail. Oh, oh the, late, the late great, mm. great Rick Mail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good you one. You made me miss. That's a good one. I. Uh, oh, sorry. Go on. No, so you carry on. Carry on. I was just saying. I. I. So I. I wasn't. Sure. I was. We were talking about this yesterday because I wasn't sure about werewolves. I was like, is it an animal? <laughs> Or is it a monster? <laughs> and then in the end, we just decided to just not include a werewolf because we weren't sure. Um, but there's so many great ones, the best mm. one being American Werewolf in London. Yeah, I think that is still the best werewolf movie out now. Yeah. I mean, The Howling is okay, but some of the effects in that are a bit rubbish. What about Wolf with Jack Nicholson? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> what, about, what about The Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro? Oh, exactly. <laughs> Actually, we we sort of met the guy that stood in for the wolf in that movie. Uh, Spencer Wilding played the wolf. Did he? Yeah. You met him. You interviewed him. He nearly kicked kicked me in the face, didn't he, Neil? Yeah, he did. That was kicked me in the face. That was. That's why you don't remember him telling you about the wolf. No, that's true. Slag off his film or something. No, no. He. We were on stage doing a a Q and A at a a Comic Con, a local Comic Con, and. he said that he could do like a one of these like reverse swing kicks. And before I knew what he was doing, he actually did a reverse swing and, and literally brushed my nose with his with this soul. If I'd have gone, what was that, mate? Like that, <laughs> he would have, I would probably still be asleep now. Cause he was, was what he's what he's like uh, six, six and a half, seven. six foot seven. Um, wow. He also played Darth Vader in the uh, Rogue One. He was, he was one of the guys that, was, but yeah, I, Everybody, and he's like, in, um, you I might know him from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yes, he Guardians was the of... blue guy with the headphones. Is it the, oh, Welsh? Yeah. Is it the Welsh guy? Yeah, is it the guy from North Wales. Yeah. Oh, right, okay, uh, but yeah, my dad knows him somehow. Of course, he does. <laughs> of course, he does. He's oh, a well, lovely guy. Knows him. <laughs> lovely guy. I, I, I love the fact that you went and he said I could do this spring kick, and before I knew it, he was doing it. <laughs> He didn't he, he didn't sort of go right if everybody just stand back a little bit like, I'll just right, you're right there yeah just stay there don't don't it was just literally oh can you do this before Jesus not, you, didn't, you didn't even do that Graham Norton thing of being like so I believe you did some, <laughs> yeah I believe you did some circus skills and then going oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, who, yeah. To, who, who told you that a researcher you told the researcher <laughs> 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 
yeah, yeah. Oh, we just yeah. got some Diablos here for you. Oh, I still, I still shudder at that thought because I thought, my God, I would, li- I would be dead if he, if he'd have really connected. Or I think broken. of the money I'd have got off of all the streams. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, my number two uh, is from a film that I've never seen. Um, it's The Darkness from Legend. Which ah, is Tim okay. Curry. Right, yeah. I've never seen the movie because just watching a clip of him doing that, uh, the devil, I suppose it's supposed to be or whatever, frightens even now frightens the shit out of me. There's a there's a uh, gif or a gif, whatever you call it, and it's him. <laughs> it's, it's what is it? What is it, Josh? Go on, you're a, a young. A gif or a gif, whatever the kids call it. Yeah, whatever <laughs> the kids call it. I don't know, you youngsters. I don't know. Is it a giffy or a jiffy? Moving <laughs> on photograph. I think it's a, it. You get them on the internet. Right. It's one of these little clips of tape that um that they play that they play on the internet. Um and it's just him laughing, and it is the fucking scariest thing I've ever seen. So I'm sure the film's really good, but I'll never watch uh, it. Oh, well, we'll question that. I'll never watch it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, right. I, I don't think I've seen it. It's no. quite boring. It's Ridley Scott. Tom yeah, Cruise Tom Ridley Cruise, Scott, right? Ridley yeah. Scott, yeah, yeah. But yeah, maybe that maybe that is the best part of the movie. I don't know. But, it it um, is. It oh, is. right, okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. That's fair you enough. said legend. I was like, the Cray twins? They're <laughs> scary. They're kind of like monstrous, I suppose. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> right. So we've done our 10 to 2. So if uh, Josh and Alice, if you want to give us a rundown of your 10 to number 2. Uh, yes. Yeah, sh- so, sure. Could, After you ask, Josh. <laughs> oh, oh, no, 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 I can tell this you. This is going to be fun. No, no, no. We'll do it. You, um, do we you do it alternatively so, starting with you. Okay, go on. Go on. <laughs> number 10, Graboids. At number 9, Thanos. Number 8, Monster Sharks. Number 7, The Xenomorph. Number six, the Darth Maul-looking thing from Insidious. <laughs> number, number five, King Kong. Number four, Godzilla. Number three, Mike and Sully. Number two, it's Frankenstein. This is monster. This is monster. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, Neil, what's your 10 to 2? So we got Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors at number 10. Mm. Number nine, the Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth. You need to watch that, Alice. Okay, uh, on my number list. Eight, on my list. Xenomorph from Alien, number seven, King Kong, the original 1933 one, number six, Medusa, Medusa from Clash of the Titans 1980, then number five, The Gremlins from one and two, number four, Frankenstein's Monster, Boris Karloff, number three, The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, and number two, The Werewolf from American Werewolf in London. Okay, and my number 10 is a Sarlacc uh, from Return of the Jedi, Butthole with Teeth. Nine, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Eight, Talos from Jason and the Argonauts. Seven, the Werewolf American Werewolf in London. Six, Medusa from Clash of the Titans. Five, Dracula. Four, Pennywise the Clown from It. Three, The Thing. Uh, two, The Darkness from Legend. Uh, so, Josh and Alice, what is your number one movie monster? Bring so us home, Alice. Bring this us home. feels like a bit of an anticlimax because he's already had a mention, but we went with Dracula for number okay. one. So it's in, he's interesting in himself as, as a monster because obviously he used to be a man. So obviously that's interesting. That sort of adds a new level to him. He's equally sort of kind of terrifying and menacing, but then also quite like seductive. And there's something quite... There's always he's got like quite a sexual air about him and he's always dead stylish and wearing like dead cool outfits. And then from him, you just kind of think then of all pretty much all the vampire films and all the vampire content that we've had since then and kind of how how sort of broad 
that kind of character and those sort of monsters are. Um, but yeah, Dracula number one. I think we're happy with our choice. Absolutely. If we had to pin you down to which movie incarnation it would be, which one would you go for? So I, I like the one in Bram Stoker's Dracula with, <laughs> with Gary Oldman and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But also the, the OG, you know, Nosferatu from like 1920. Mm. Oh, Max or Shrek whatever, or whatever that was yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's good because that's quite terrifying. I really, so I've, I've got a real soft spot for kind of like silent cinema and those really, mm. really early films. Um, and he, like, that's terrifying. I think, mm. I think he's done a, a really good job in there. Completely agree. Uh, that that creature design of Nosferatu yeah. is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Mm. Josh, what's your go-to Dracula? I'd say the Gerard Butler one from Dracula Two Thousand. No, not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the, one where, the one where he's Judas Iscariot. Um, no, um, look it up. That's an actual thing, by the way. Spoilers for that film. Um, no, um, I would say the Bella Lugosi one. I'd be tempted to say Christopher Lee. I really would. But I think without Bella Lugosi, there is no Christopher Lee. The sweat back hair, the big collar, the big mm. cloak. So I'm gonna, I've got to give it to Bella. And the ability not to blink. If you watch that ability, 1930s, yeah. when yeah. he doesn't blink at all. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't they just CGI his eyelids? Yeah. <laughs> he just had two half ten, uh, table tennis balls. <laughs> it's just a photo of some eyes. Over the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, Neil, your number one. Is Bruce Jaws himself. Um, the shark. What a classic monster. And a proof that less is more as mm, well. Absolutely. You know, the fact that when you read about the making of it, they couldn't. Uh, work out the technology to actually show him more so they decided to not do it till the end paid dividends didn't it as, yeah. you know teased you all the way which is what i found weird people moaning about talking going back to godzilla the remake of godzilla where they didn't show you they kept teasing you and pulling away everybody moaned about but with jaws they didn't so less is more you right. want it all now don't they want yeah. it all. i think it's the way you do it though mm. i think it's the way it's shot the way you do it um well, my number one has been mentioned by everybody, um, and I'm surprised how low it was in everybody's um, uh, scores, is the Xenomorph. Um, I just think it's a perfect villain. Um, the whole thing about less is more, he, uh, he she, it, they, um, <laughs> uh, appear for four minutes in the original movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but it is one of the most scariest again i think it's the way that it's filmed the way that it's shot the way it's directed the way it's written um i don't think it was as scary in any of the other movies apart from the first one um a friend of mine at work mel put me uh, gave me this essay to read by jason hegstrom from 2012 reassessing aliens sexuality and the anxieties of men where they've gone through alien uh showing all these different things about how it shows the power of women and how all these different uh, symbolistic things of walking through tunnels means going through ladies' parts and, <laughs> um, and how the face hugger is like a woman's vagina and sure, well, no, it'd yeah. be like it'd be like it'd be like it'd be like any sorry when I say a woman's vagina like a vagina. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote woman's vagina on there. That doesn't make any sense. Could have been a monkey, I suppose. (laughs) But like the whales. (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) I don't know why I wrote that. That doesn't make any sense. Um, And Ash and Ripley, when they're fighting, that he's ramming something down her throat to kill her. And he's covered in like white, creamy stuff. And she's covered in blood. (laughs) 
I mean, I read it and there's some bits that you think, okay, all right, that's a little bit far-fetched, but there's some bits of it. The one bit that really got me is that obviously Ripley at the end of the movie, spoilers if you've never seen 1979 Alien, but she's in the sleeping pod or whatever it is, and they equate it to Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That she that there's seven other people in the in the ship, and she's now asleep waiting for the kiss from the prince. Well, apart from me and home yeah. being a hobbit, I can't think of the others being small. Well, no, but that, that doesn't mean that they're small. Oh, but right. There's seven other people. I mean, uh, okay. I'm I'm going to put a link to the to the essay in the show notes. So if people want to read it, then I was reading it during my dinner time today, thinking that's a really good point. Oh, that's fucking ridiculous. That's a really good point. <laughs> like every all the way through it. So it was. So thanks, Mel, for that. I know that she'll be listening. So thank you. Thanks, for, Mel. Yeah, yeah, well done, Mel. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll all, we'll all thank you, Mel. Thank Cheer, you. Cheers for making me watch Alien. <laughs> well, I did. I did <laughs> think to her, I'm going to watch it again. off my face. <laughs> <laughs> You know, words that I've never said before in my life. <laughs> I've never said that. But it's like, I will look at it in, in a different light because of these different sort of little things that are in the essay. So, you know, it's nice to watch a film with a different angle, different attitude. Anyway, that's everybody's top 10. Thank you so much. I don't, uh, oh, were there any... Um, Honorable mentions that you that you left out because I had I mean I didn't have Jaws I didn't have Godzilla I didn't have King Kong some of like the big main ones I just didn't find any space for them did any honorable yeah, we've mentions we've got a few Alice do you want to do those we, men we mentioned a, a few of them already one of them um I, I mean I, I think I mentioned previously obviously Terminator Two is my favorite film and just the Terminator but we we weren't we weren't sure with that because it's like sort of how do you categorize it like is a robot a monster and it's like well they do monstrous things and they've got yeah. like monstrous intents and you know arnie's pretty fucking scary when he's staring <laughs> you down with his like enormous freaking machine gun on his motorbike and whatever yeah um but yeah definitely honorable mention for terminator and then the others we mentioned didn't we so we had the thing we had the fish man gremlins obviously you mentioned and then josh put two others down <laughs> josh put a little cute one down I so I put the uh, one that's not cute. I put the Kraken from Clash of the Titans because it's a classic. And then yeah. the other one I put, which was the other when I was thinking about Mike and Sully, I put the BFG. Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense because yeah. he's, he's a good monster. But I don't think there's been a film good enough. If it was literary, I'd probably say the BFG. But the film is all right. So it, it's not a patch on the other ones, though, is it? Let's be no, honest. No, no, no. You don't. You're not a fan of the cartoon, wasn't that? David Jason did the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a full-length film though? Is it not just like? Is it not like the Snowman? Is it like half I can't an hour? Remember, or something? To be honest, I, I always I really thought it was full. I always like, thought it was full. Because there's a lot. Yeah, there's a Lord of the Rings as well, long. isn't it? There? There's a Lord of the Rings as well. Where, oh yeah, that's like cartoon, yeah, that's pretty yeah. diabolical. That is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you know the Beatles were originally going to do Lord of the Rings? Yes. Yeah. They were all wanted yeah. to play the Hobbits, didn't they? What do you mean, really? They were going to try and make the movie Lord of the Rings and play the Hobbits themselves. Is there a joke wow. coming in? It's like a no, 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 I think it was the it was the animated one, Neil. I think they were going to. Was do it the animated they were going to do? I think it was. was I can't yeah. remember. I think because so. they yeah, were. Was... Weren't they all meant to be the voices of the vultures in the Jungle Book <laughs> the, film? That's what they based it on. Then they ended up not doing it. So there's Why just some that? there's just four scouse scouse vultures with yeah with, in the jungle in in where Africa it's yeah. like yeah we, we'll have scouse accents why not yeah Beatles haircuts 
Oh dear. I, one thing I was surprised that nobody said Predator, which I thought was one that. So, or Brundlefly was the one that I very, very nearly put in. Yeah, I nearly put that here because the Fly was one, another one of those movies oh, that fly. was, yeah, was, course, was yeah. fantastic, a great movie. Yeah, still um, is, still is, yeah. Um, yeah. And the T Rex from Jurassic Park was another one. I just, I just, we, I think we just thought animal. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think, yeah, I didn't even like... consider him as a monster. I guess if if you're looking at more of the kind of the recent iterations of Jurassic Park, so like Jurassic World, maybe them a bit more because they're kind of like. They're sort of like monstrous hybrids, aren't they? That would yeah, exist kind of in the natural world. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't really think about it in the first one, but I, lo- I love Jurassic Park, the I first do. one. <laughs> I do. It's nearly 30 years old now as well. And How again, that, that one holds up. The special effects in that just yeah. hold up all the time. Um, but the other mention I was going to say was the crawlers from The Descent. That was the other oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're creepy yeah. as. Yeah, but see, that's that's a fucked up movie anyway because it's potholing and that, isn't it? That's enough. Yeah. That's enough to get my teeth on edge just to think of people squeezing into tight places. Yeah. And watch it again, yeah. and then think it's only her <laughs> that sees the monsters. It's all in her imagination. Spoilers, Neil. For fuck's sake. <laughs> well, that's not. Some people don't. Don't it, it, I, I was I was trying to get in another one. I was trying to get in on of you. The podcast was Flubber from the movie Flubber, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. Well, could have had Pete's Dragon. Yeah. Well done. Or Shrek. Shrek would have been yeah. a good one. Someone Great pointed one. out to me today that Han Solo and Shrek wear the same clothes, and it's like ruined so much of it for oh me. My oh my god! Yeah. I can't dress, think of that. That's dressed the same. They both wear a white thing. Oh my god! <laughs> Apart from Han Solo, doesn't have those cut off sort of jeans. Yeah. Does he? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Stu Grant gave us a couple of his um, ones. Michael Myers. Yeah, but Killer... he's human though, isn't he? Yeah, so... yeah. Killer clowns. Freddy Krueger, which is also human. Candyman, human. Evil Ash, human. But Cujo. Okay, a dog. the dog. Doggy. Yeah. Uh, Not particularly terrifying though, was he? No, I don't know. I don't know. Have you watched that film? I just felt like if she'd have chucked something out the window, like a bone or something, or a bit of bacon, <laughs> she'd have been fine. End of film. Yeah. Yeah. Solved the problem. Yeah. Uh, the tall man, pinhead, and stripe. Which stripe? Ooh, pinhead's a good one, isn't it? Stripe's yeah. Gremlins, isn't it? Stripe's yeah. Gremlins. Yeah. But pinhead. Right. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. They're good. Yeah. yeah, all the xenobites and that. Jason. Oh yeah, creepy Jay- ass. Jason again. There's a person there, really, Jason. Mm. Yeah, I think the crocodile from Lake Placid was that like a big? Was that like a genetically enhanced, or was that just a normal crocodile? Alligator or crocodile? Alligator. Sorry, I'm not sure which one. Well, whichever it was, but they and it was nice to see they didn't kill it at the end. I always think (laughs) that's really good in that movie. Spoilers, Neil. Jesus (laughs) Christ. That's well, two movies. You, you, uh, you can ruin the movies for people that are listening. <laughs> well, if they haven't watched it, get a life. <laughs> now you're having a go at our listeners. Yes. Get sake. on and watch these films, for Christ's sake. Catch up with us. Anyway, um, that's our top tens. Neil, do you want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with us, please? No. <laughs> Without spoiling anything? Of course, you can find us on all the social media top 10 pods that's t-o-p-t-e-n pods email us at top 10 pods at hotmail.com and you can come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods where you can get rewards such as our episodes super early bonus episodes behind the scenes videos and even a chance to be a guest on your own episode and then check out all of our links via linktree and you can find the link in the show notes 
And please, please come and subscribe and leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe and follow on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Beautifully done, Neil. Okay. So, um, you guys, um, what you got coming up for your podcast? Anything that you can tell us about? Or are they all oh, sorry? Go on, Josh. Uh, what have we got coming up, Alice? <laughs> Ned? Well, hang on, yeah. when's this coming out? Well, this yeah. is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks' time, so... Mm-hmm. So yesterday we recorded an episode on uh, One Hour Photo, which is a Robin Williams film, because mm. I think that's underrated. It's a great um, movie. got Frank as well, Frank Michael is Fassbender. Yeah, that was, that was one of your picks, wasn't it, Alice? Mm. We are... We got an email from a guy who suggested a listener... We take listener suggestions, and... We got an email from a guy who was absolutely adamant he really wanted to watch this film from 1988 called The Beast with Jason Patrick. So okay. that's our next listener suggestion. We are going to do some classic films too next. It's Alice is going to pick a classic film soon, but I don't know what because we haven't got to it yet. Mm. Uh, we have a couple of great guests in the pipeline, but you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> um, some of them might be here. Who knows? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we will take what we can get. No, um, uh, Yeah, so what, what else have we got coming up, Alice? We've got the Lindsay Lohan classic, Just My Christ. Luck. You'll be very excited <laughs> to know. Oh, uh, God, I forgot. I forgot. Was that yeah. Chris Pine? Yeah. I yeah. forgot. I forgot you made me watch that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh he's trying to. He's trying to forget that. That terrible. Um, oh, oh, I'll tell you what we are really excited about. Um, we've got Alice. Tell them about a certain sequel you've picked that's coming up. Oh my gosh, guys! Have you seen Grease Two? A I, long time I, ago. I yeah. refuse to watch that because I love Grease One so much. Oh, let, well, let me tell you, if you like Grease 1, you'll flipping hate Grease 2. <laughs> <laughs> Grease 2, oh, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. I, th- I think I make a pretty good case for it as well. It's got, it's well, got a lot you, of good redeemable qualities and the songs are banging. You made a good case for Speed 2 as well, to be fair. I do. I love a, I love a sequel. You're I love a, a shitty sequel. You love a bad, bad I sequel. do. <laughs> Speed 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speed well. being the operative word on a boat going 10 yeah. knots an hour. Yeah. <laughs> this is what Josh just said. He was like, where's the peril? Where yeah. is it? <laughs> can't Wait. turn. It can't turn. No. It's in the way. <laughs> And you got Willem Dafoe being sort of batshit crazy as well. Will, Will, totally crazy. Willem Dafoe doing the Joker because he never got the job until they gave him Green Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so do you want to tell everybody where they can find all your stuff? Yeah, Alice, off you go. Oh, you're joking. You're the, you're the social media guy. You've got it memorised up here. Take yeah, it away. Sure. So, yeah, so we're on all the all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Instagram and, and Twitter are the main ones. We like to put out plenty of film-related content, jokes, stuff about the episodes, whatever you like, really. Well, not whatever you like, whatever we like. That's the point. Um, it's just Films and That Pod. Uh, you can get in touch with us, just Films and That, but filmsandthatpod at gmail.com. Yeah, drop, drop us a message if you've got a film. Please do come over and listen. We will put all the information in the show notes, so all you need to do is click away if they, uh, if they want to get in touch with you and that. Uh, Josh, Alice, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thank yes, you thank for being you guests. Thank, thanks for having us. Thank you great. so much for having thank us. You. That uh, was a lot of fun. Good, good. That's all we need. That's all we need. Just as long as everybody leaves with a smile in their face and a thrill in their heart. And a vagina <laughs> on their face. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> then it's a job done then we've done our job if that's the case uh thank you neil thank you very much pav thank you josh thank you thank you alice thank you pav thank you Nilo. let's get the countdown started <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tools. Tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.